podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. All right, everybody, and welcome to part two of our eight-part series. We're going to dive into each division in the NFL. This is the Double or Nothing podcast, episode nine, with your hosts, Mason Migliera and Patrick Previty. Today, we are going to talk about the NFC West, a very interesting division, which hmm, we're not going to get into any spoilers, but, you know, Patrick, how are you doing today? And uh, are you excited to talk about some NFC West action? Um, yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm excited to talk NFC West. We're on the other side of the country in Florida. We watch the NFC South, maybe the worst division in football. So kind of a nice change of pace a little bit, talking about the Pacific Northwest. A lot of good teams, a lot of different stuff uh, going on, maybe except for the Cardinals in that bunch, as in a lot of good teams. Three good teams. Um, I'm yeah. doing well. Let's. Uh, I guess let's just get going into it. I mean, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, let's start with the the 49ers. This team is very has been good for so long, you know, and they have Kyle Shanahan at the helm, and he is just a mastermind. And th- do you think is this the team to beat in the division? I really think it is. I think I think it is. Maybe it would not have been if they did not bring everybody back, but they did, you know, just with their cap situation mm-hmm. and everything and all their contracts, they only lost, um, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, which I don't think that they're going to miss him very much. No. Um, and their kicker, of course, Robbie gold, but you know, they added Zane Gonzalez. So they, they should be fine in that department. The only, I mean, truthfully, the only thing that I think would that could trip up this team would be like a disastrous kicking situation because sometimes it just happens to a team. You know, they just get like they just can't make their extra points, you know, and drop two or three games or something like that. You know, it, it's happened. Teams have had like awful kicker situations, but I don't I don't see that here. And then obviously, as long as they can figure out their quarterback situation, I don't know any team in this division specifically is going to beat them. I think it really comes down to the Eagles. I mean, yeah, would you? They played the Seahawks uh, in the wild card game last year, correct? So, so they played them three times last year. Um, there's obviously kind of a bit of a rivalry. Uh, I think didn't the Seahawks beat them like t- both times in the regular season, then they beat them in, in, in the wild card. I could be wrong on that. I don't know. I'll let you pull it up real quick, but I, I feel like that's something that was like a storyline. It was like the 49ers, they ended the season last year 13 and four. So they were they were one of the best teams in the league last year. Um, but I think I could be wrong on that, though. I'm not sure. Well, but, well um, maybe I remember going into the reason I said it's a little bit of a rivalry. I mean, it's a bit of a renewed rivalry. They had like some really 100%. amazing battles and like when call like the Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick. Years, obviously Legion of Boom. But like I remember leading up to that game, it was like avenge these guys like the the huge hit on yeah. uh, Vernon Davis, I think. That like there was um, I don't know there was there was a lot of definitely like animosity that were coming, um that was coming from that. As far, as far as I know, I think that they they beat them in the regular season twenty one thirteen um and the second matchup and they may have split them. Oh no, they beat them both times. They beat them three times oh. last year. That's tough to do. That's tough to do. Maybe that's what you were thinking. They beat them three times. They beat them three Maybe, times over. Yeah. Yeah. But the you're 100% correct when you're talking about their quarterback situation. That, I think, is their biggest question mark. I understand the kicking side of everything. Zane Gonzalez, he's a fine kicker. 
with the team that they have, the kicking is not going to be crazy important. Like they're not going to lean on it as as much. I I don't think. But this quarterback situation with Brock Purdy, uh, Trey Lance, and Sam Darnold, that is going to be very very interesting to see how they maneuver that and like what they think is going to be the best course of action because all three of them. I would say Brock Purdy and Trey Lance deserve to start. Sam Donald, he's kind of lost his chances, but he's trying to find that again by being here. I don't think he's going to want to take a third string. I think he's going to want to be either starter or the backup. You're talking about Sam Donald, you think? Yeah. Yeah, you know, his his career has definitely taken an interesting turn. The people and the fans, you know, around the 49ers, they really like him. I think Mm -hmm. they really like that they got him. Um, I could see him out on the field. I got to be honest, uh, considering injuries, you know, he wouldn't be out there yeah. just on on his own merit. I mean, yeah, you're right. That's probably why he decided to come. He was like the the quarterbacks go down here. Uh, there's some about this area in San Francisco for some reason. The quarterbacks just keep getting injured. Might have an opportunity, and what opportunity would be better than with literally the best roster, top to bottom, than the Niners? I mean, it's amazing, and it's a testament to Kashanan and um and john lynch uh, in the front office the fact that we're literally talking about a team in 2023 not having a quarterback and and you know maybe they won't rely on kicking and kicking has become so much more important where they literally have like are so well-rounded and they have had this kind of um this run here in the last like four or so years where it's just been injuries and Mm -hmm. obviously competing at at a very high level against great teams in the super bowl and the nfc championship but they are right on the cusp, and I think that's that's pretty amazing. I, I don't know um, exactly, though, where Sam Darnold will fit in at the start of the season. I think his role might become more clear like as the season goes on because I guess the start of preseason will depend on what they do with Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. Um, what yeah. do you think? Who do you think is going to be the day one starter? I don't even know if Brock Purdy is going to be healthy enough to be day that, one. They I keep was, saying that. I don't know. I was just about to say they can – take as much time as they need with Brock Purdy because I think he is probably their future as much as Trey Lance probably was originally with what Purdy did last season. I think he definitely just skipped over Trey Lance. So they're going to take their time and make sure that Brock Purdy is as healthy and, and, and perfect before he takes a snap in a regular season game. Um, So if he's not a hundred percent coming out of camp and, and the preseason, then uh, I think it's going to be between Trey Lance and Sam Darnold. I mean, obviously, it's going to be between Trey Lance and Sam Darnold. And I think they're going to go with Sam Darnold. I think they're going to go with the veteran over Trey Lance. I don't know what the whole situation is with Trey Lance. I know he got hurt and everything, but he's a phenomenal talent. Like, I don't know why they're not going to try and, like, trade him or something to another team. I don't know what team would want him. I don't know what team is like, oh, damn, we need a quarterback, like, right now, right now. But, again, injuries happen. So, you know, any team at any moment could be like, oh, shoot, we're out of a quarterback. So let's see what we can get. And Trey Lance is a perfect replacement for an injured quarterback, in my opinion. But day one, I believe if Brock Purdy is not 100 percent, I would say if if Brock Purdy is not 110 percent, um, it'll be Sam Darnold that'll start game one. Wow. You know, right whenever I say that I hear that people are high on Sam Darnold, I don't know if he's going to be the starter over Trey Lance if Brock Purdy isn't ready to go. 
here. I just found an update on Brock Purdy. This is like late June. So it's been about three weeks or so, maybe a little bit more. He, he is on track for 2023. He is on track to start the okay. season healthy. Um, he got surgery March 10th on a torn UCL, which is, I believe that's Tommy John. Am I? The UCL? UCL? Yeah, UCL. Is that Tommy John or is that? Yeah, yeah, okay. it was. That's mm-hmm. funky because maybe it's, and you know, and you're certainly throwing a baseball with like all of your might and the grip is different than a football. So obviously there are some different factors there, but I remember when he got that surgery and he suffered the injury, um, the start date of the season is like what six months later Mm -hmm. uh that is just a little scary to think about because it's usually a little longer but it's different with football because of the grip and and all that with a baseball it's such a smaller like grip that you're holding the ball at so it's more stress i believe on the ucl um so that's why for like a major league pitcher for example they have to get ramped up to throw 90 plus miles an hour. So it's like the stress on that. It's different than football. Football, you can come back six to eight months. Baseball, it's more like 12 to 14 just because of the different grip and the size of the ball that they're throwing and that the speed they're throwing it at. But I agree, the UCL injury to Brock Purdy, it's going to be tough for him to come back day one. But we'll see. Thank you, Dr. Migliera. That Thank is, a, I appreciate your analysis there. That's amazing. I hope I, I, hope I don't look like an idiot. I, don't I know. know. I feel like, I feel like that's what every 49er fan is going through right now. It's like, can this guy come back from Tommy John and be that guy? Because I mean, it's unbelievable. He was having like a Tom Brady esque run, just like off mm-hmm. the bench, late round pick. Nobody ever thought of anything of it. You know, he's on this stack team with a great coach and it really just comes down to a healthy quarterback for this squad. And he was that guy for what, 11 weeks, maybe eight to 11 weeks. It was right in that range. I mean, he, he played yeah. a decent amount of games. So um, it's really just kind of, I think we can both agree that it comes down to being a healthy quarterback. Do you want to take a look at their schedule here? Yeah, let's take a look at it real quick. Uh, they start off the season, right? September 10th against Pittsburgh. They start on the road for the first two games at Pittsburgh and at LA for against the Rams. Um, so those are two, I would say two winnable games for them. I think, um, yeah, unless unless Slam Darnold starts those games. I was, exactly. Yep. <laughs> they Sam they should win there, those. I think yeah. they win those with Trey Lance too. I'm just worried about Sam Darnold. I just don't know what to think. Yeah. You know, it's like I want to be in on that, but I'm just worried he's going to throw some like three or four bad picks yeah. in those two games if he plays. But, and then, but yeah, those should be wins. I agree. And then week three, they got prime time against the New York Giants. That will be a very fun game, I think. I'm very high on the Giants personally. Um, I, I like their team. Obviously, with everything with Saquon that just happened, we'll see what happens there. That might change their stock, or it definitely will. But um, that game is winnable because they are at home. Hopefully, by that time, maybe Brock Purdy will be ready, um, or they'll have a good gel with whoever the quarterback is, whether it's Trey Lance or Sam Donald. I think, well, okay, uh, just sticking on that game for a moment. Um, I'm obviously not too high on the Giants, but so I agree <laughs> that it's a very winnable game for the 49ers. Um, yeah, it's on Thursday night, so it's a prime time on prime video. Ooh, I don't know if they would throw um, – I don't know if they would throw Purdy in if he, if he hadn't started the first two games on a Thursday night game. But I see this, and then they – okay, so they have Arizona after that. Mm-hmm. That could be 4-0 heading into Dallas on Sunday night. At home. Yeah, they at home. They got three home games in a row. That's huge. 
I think they match up well with Dallas. I, I mean, yeah. And then they get they get Cleveland with Deshaun Watson and then Minnesota. I mean, I could see them. I could see them dropping either Minnesota, Cincinnati, or Jacksonville. That's a pretty interesting um, group of teams that they don't play all the time. The thing is, they are coming off a bye week when they go into play Jacksonville, so they will have a lot of time to prep for them and all that. But you know, no, yeah, you're completely right. But man, Jacksonville is going to be good this year. I'm so excited for them. Uh, and then after that, they got Not a lot of divisional games in that first uh, batch. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but like no, what? Just the Arizona game and L.A. through yep. the first through the first 11 weeks of the season, two division games. Right. Or my. Am I, am I no, missing? yeah, you're 100. Nope, you're right. And then they go on oh. Sunday, the ni- uh, November 19th. They play uh, Tampa Bay at home. That's probably another winnable game. So they're going into the Thursday night primetime against Seattle in Seattle. I'm going to say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight wins, eight or nine wins. No, we'll say seven to eight wins in week. What week is that? Uh, 12. Oh, I think they could get a little bit more. I really think, I don't know if they trip up until Minnesota or Cincinnati, but, but yeah, no, I agree. I think eight. Eight wins right there through the first eleven games yep. would be a pretty safe bet. Yep. Yeah, and Seattle, then, Philly, Seattle is an interesting sandwich there for sure, especially one of them being on Thursday night. Yep. I was just because we were talking about how they didn't have very many divisional games, and then it's Seattle, Philly, who that, that it's probably going to be those two in at the at the end of it in the NFC. Yeah, game of the year um, almost potentially. That's that's going to yeah. be one of the best games of the regular season. And then they go. They get to play Seattle again. Then they round out the schedule with Arizona, Baltimore, Washington, LA. The only ooh, that's a fun game. Uh, on yeah, Baltimore's Christmas fun. Day, Christmas Day against Baltimore. That'll be fun. That, that's a good game. Is that home or away for them? Okay, it's home. It's in San Francisco. Man, this this 49ers team is gonna have such a fun year. Uh, I if there's any team other than the Dolphins that I'm going to be rooting for this year, I think it might be the 49ers. I really, really like this team. I like the 49ers too. And when I look at the end of their schedule here, I know they got Baltimore towards um, uh, week 16, towards the end here. I think Arizona, Washington, and LA in the last week of the season, I think LA might be competitive, but I don't know how high I am on them with all their losses. We'll get to them later. Yep. I think that's three teams that are in a very different spot than they would be if that was in the first three weeks of the season. Very like true. those are teams that could be like Arizona could be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes by that point, And Washington might be in those same sweepstakes. I don't know if Sam Howell's going to be the guy who's starting there at the end of the year by that point. Maybe he is. Maybe he's the guy. And then L.A., like maybe they're already out of contention. Who knows? Yeah. I like I, I like that schedule from the Niners. We looked at some tough schedules in the AFC East yeah. um, just two days ago, and and I think the Niners can handle this. But also, it's kind of how we view the Niners, too, you know, as, as yeah, a joke very... in the NFL. So we're, we're taking a lot of liberty with some of these matchups. Yeah. You want to take a quick look at these betting odds for the 49ers before we move into the Seahawks? Oh, yes, I do. Plus 1,000 on Super Bowl winner. That seems pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty solid. I think – I think 10 and a half wins. I would, I definitely could see them being 11 and six. I would yeah. hammer that. I would bang over on that one. Yeah. And that that's what's favored. This, all of these numbers are per fan duel um, to win the NFC West minus minus one sixty five. 
I mean, I parlay that. Just throw that in your parlay if you're doing a, a division parlay. Yep. Um, number one seed, I don't know. Mm. Maybe. Depends on how they play against the Eagles, right? Yeah. I don't know if they could get the number one seed. I think that that division is still from top to bottom tougher than the NFC East is. Yeah, so so I don't know if I see that because I think that I think Philly can can take care of business against the Cowboys and the rest of the squads. Probably. There. To win the NFC championship, that's an interesting one. That's plus 330. Hmm. Would you take that? If if the Eagles and Niners played again, let's just say Brock Purdy's healthy, would you take that? It's tough to say. Probably. Probably would. Probably. I don't see. I don't know. I'll say probably because I'm going to be um vague. <laughs> okay. I like that. Not non-committal. But we both have the 49ers winning this division, correct? Just putting that on, like yeah. before we move yeah. on. Okay. Yeah. I think that's that's one of the safer bets. Um considering it, you know, no injuries. All right, moving on to the next team in the division, second best team in the division last year, the team that they beat three times over, as we found out mid-podcast, mm-hmm. Seattle Seahawks. Yes. You know, Smith comes back on a two-year deal. What do you think about this squad? What, what do you think? Um, What's, their well, ceiling? What's their ceiling? Um, Wild card. I think wild card is, is a good ceiling. For you them. don't think they can win a playoff game? I don't think so. No, no. I just, I really. You sound so devastated when you said that. I, no, I no, bad I mean, for not, the Seahawks too. I like the I like their team. I mean, they still have um, Metcalf and and Lockett, right? and they yeah. drafted Jackson Smith and Najigba, and they I thought did. he was amazing. I agree. They had a nice draft. They they drafted uh, him, and then they also da- drafted Devin Witherspoon. He's going to be good for them. Maybe a new Legion of Boom starting. Who knows? I don't know. Perhaps. Perhaps. You know, they, they, and the second year of Geno Smith uh, starting being a full-time starter, I think he's building kind of a culture. I think guys respect him. Um, They did not draft a quarterback as I, for some reason, thought last, uh, last episode when we were talking the AFC East, I thought for some reason that they had a guy in place for that. You know, he's on a short-term deal, Geno Smith is, so it's still a prover contract, but it's his team. I think that kind of gives him a little bit of security too. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised that you said that they couldn't win a playoff game because I guess, you know, I'm thinking with the buy stuff that has changed in the in the recent years where like the second seed will play, you know, in the wild card as well. Um, they I don't think they'd be able to beat the Niners, just like what happened last year. And if they drew mm-hmm. Philly, I wouldn't think that they could beat them either. But honestly, with everybody else, like the Vikings, Cowboys, maybe the Giants, um, whoever comes out of the NFC South. Ooh, I yeah, think, you're right. I think they could beat one of those teams. Maybe. The NFC South team will be home, like whoever comes out of that. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know who's favored in that. What, the Saints because they got Derek Carr? Maybe. You can beat them maybe in a 4-5 the- or five matchup, I think. But I agree. Yeah. I don't think it's anywhere beyond the divisional, though. I, I just – unless this offense explodes and and Jackson Smith and Jigba is, like, one of those great rookie receivers that we get, mm-hmm. like, per class that, that hits immediately. That's three really good wide receivers that they have. In, in Metcalf, yeah. Lockett, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. Like, that's crazy. And then they also got Kenneth, Kenneth Walker, right? Oh, my God, why am I blanking? I just looked at his name. Kenneth Walker, right? I'm not dumb. 
yes, yes, no, yeah, not Kenneth Walker, yeah, he was he was huge last year. I remember he was a he was booming in fantasy at some points. Yeah, amazing. I mean, he, Michigan State a, alum. Yes, yes, he. I like what they have, but I just I don't know. Geno Smith is he's good, but I don't think he's good enough. And they they have Drew Locke behind him, but he's like God forbid Geno Smith gets hurt. Do you trust Drew Locke to be able to take him to the divisional round? Like I don't. Yeah, I I um uh, I don't trust Drew Locke at all. Um, <laughs> that would be a dark day for Seattle. I think it would. You know, we're talking I'm... a lot of injuries in this podcast. I just I. I agree. I, I I like what they're they're going to be able to do offensively. They're going to be able to run the ball with Kenneth Walker, and they're going to sling it all around. You know, as long as Geno Smith can keep some of the bad interceptions down that he had, like in some of the bigger games later on, later on in the season, and as long as they don't have to like put a ton of pressure on him, even more than maybe what he's already under, I think this could be a very good team. I, I see ten. I could see ten wins. I don't. Th- I think they would be better than nine and eight. Um, yeah, I just, I, yeah, it's just the ceiling thing. It's like, but is anybody in the NFC on the level of, of Philly and the Niners? Like, I don't, I don't think so. No, it's going to be tough for anyone else to come out unless there's some like crazy stuff that happened. I don't know why I always think that something crazy could happen. Like, let's just play like, it's going to be perfect. Everything's going to be go just the way that it needs to. And it's going to be a fun season. No, there's always something crazy that's going to happen. So you never know, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, taking a look at their schedule, they have they open with L.A. So then they have Detroit, Carolina, New York. Two and two? And they, two and two there. Do you think they beat – who do they I, beat? I Carolina. think they could beat Carolina. I'd say maybe they split either – they're at Detroit, and Detroit opens uh, the season – on Thursday against the Chiefs. Just know that off the top of my head. And so maybe the Detroit Lions lose that game and they get, you know, an extra time to prepare for the Seahawks. And also they they were the team that finished above the Lions um, yep. to make it into the playoffs. So maybe there's a little something there. And I'm surprised that game is one, uh, one o'clock on Fox. Good get for Fox, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't think they can win the – you don't think they can win the uh, L.A. game? I think they could win either of those. I'm sorry. I'm saying, I'm saying like I'm chalking up Detroit for those reasons to maybe being a loss. Uh-huh. And then LA and New York, I'm just saying split them, split them up. Who, whatever, whichever one you think, you know, I'm just saying maybe two and two. I mean, I can see three and one. I don't think that they would start four and oh. And it also kind of sucks for them that they have their bye week, week five. Yeah. That's having awful. a bye week, week five, and then playing all those games in a row, like that's, that's crazy. That's a that's an unlucky draw right there for them. Yeah, gonna need I, you're gonna be catching your breath by week week twelve. Yeah, exactly. So if they get to the playoffs, then they're they they are gonna have to play in the wild card game because we already said that the Niners are gonna win the division, so they're not gonna get a bye of any kind. So they're going straight into it like no no rest or anything. So that's that's an unlucky draw for them right there, and then they go. Balt or not Baltimore, uh, Cincinnati in week six. That's probably a loss there for them. Then Arizona, Cleveland, Baltimore, Arizona and Cleveland. They'll beat Arizona most likely. Um, when does Kyler come back? No, oh, we'll talk. To, mm, we'll talk yeah, about he'll that. be. Yeah, yeah, he'll be. I don't think he's coming back until like 
further than halfway through the year. I think that's what's being reported. Okay. Uh, Cleveland, Baltimore. I would say they probably beat Cleveland and lose to Baltimore, mostly because they're going into Baltimore. Uh, that that's always a tough environment to play in. And then they got Washington, LA, and then that's so Washington, LA. Uh, okay, not not terrible. No, I think they can get out of that. I think they can get out of that there, um, like the Arizona through Washington thing. I think they can get out of that. You know, no divisional games, excuse me, outside of Arizona. (laughs) I don't count them necessarily right now. They're in a weird spot. Um, And I think they can get out of that and and go two and one there. So what are we looking at? So they're going into that primetime Thursday night game um, against San Francisco at what? Oh, that well, that is Thanksgiving, I think you're looking at. Um, No, that's not Thanksgiving. The against San Francisco, that's not Thanksgiving. November twenty third, is it? Oh yeah, that sounds like Thanksgiving. So, um, oh, yeah, you're right. It is. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Well, what time is that one at? Is that the that's the that's later the night one? Game? Yeah. That's I thought like... the what we had last episode. The who was the other game? Oh, oh I my. think the, I think the. Oh my god! Now we have to go and look. Yeah, I know, right? We look at the Thanksgiving games. So unprepared. Yeah, I know. I forgot who plays. It's maybe a team who plays Dallas or plays the Lions. What week is Um, it? Uh, Week twelve. But yeah, no, I see a lot of I see a lot of ways that this team can be um, competitive, um, especially against like uh, some non division opponents mid season. But if you look a little bit later, they face a different kind of end of the season than the Niners do. They have the Eagles. Week 15, who might be fighting for the first seed. They have the Titans. I don't know how high you are on the Titans. I'm not too, too high, but like, I think they're in a win now mode, even though they don't. I think with Tannehill, maybe Tannehill's not around by by this part of the season. But I remember last year, even when he wasn't playing, they were competing for a playoff spot. I think Pittsburgh will be doing the same. They do have DeAndre Hopkins now. So that is going to be a big, big boost, big get for them. Um, So that's, that'll be a tough game. And then they obviously Derrick Henry. He's a machine, so that'll yeah, be I a think, tough win as well. I think their win now, it's just about, like, who's going to be their quarterback. I mean, is it going to be Tannehill by week 16? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Um, and then, obviously, they end with Arizona. I think the Seahawks team is primed to go back again to the playoffs, maybe even over the Rams, because I think they bring back so much. And yeah. with Geno Smith right now, like, not – it feels like I'm making a bad proclamation – but I think a lot of people would take Geno Smith over Matt Stafford right now. I think his stock is low. I wouldn't. I don't think so. But I probably wouldn't either. But but he's like right up there with some of the best quarterbacks in the conference. If you really think about it, he might be. It's between Stafford and Geno Smith for best QB in the division. I mean, and we haven't seen a good Stafford in over a year now. True. I don't know. I just like what Stafford has done in his career comparative to Geno Smith. Like, I mean, Stafford's a Super Bowl winning uh, quarterback. So what has Geno Smith done? Like in comparison, not that much. So I I go off of uh, what he's done in his career. And it's so hard for me to say, oh, yeah, Geno Smith is better than Matthew Stafford. I just don't. It's so hard for me to say that. But, you know, I kind of agree, too. 
brought it up as a proposition that other people might think it, but maybe not myself. But also at the same time, I think his weapons are probably better. I mean, Cooper Cup is a, is a juggernaut. Yeah, Cooper Cup is a juggernaut. I think when he's healthy, he's the best receiver in the league, and I think they have the best rapport. And obviously with Sean McVay, like, you know, you got you got a mastermind at, at work. But, you know, you're right. We were talking about Jackson Smith, Nick Jigba, and DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett. That's a huge, a yeah. huge group of players. And then also they have a very good running back that they just drafted last year, Kenneth Walker. Yes. So I so maybe Matt Stafford might be better in the, in like the sense of the word, but Geno Smith might just play uh might just play better, might play just as well, I think, next year. His numbers could be better because of the team he has around him. So mm-hmm. that, absolutely. That's very true. Hey, you've you've done a very good job of convincing me of this this Seahawks team because I, I went into it like, yeah, I mean, wild card, that's their ceiling if they make it there. But now I'm like damn okay this team actually can do some stuff like they're, they're pretty they're pretty good and they were just in it last year so what who says that they can't do it again so why are you no that yeah face? for sure um so we uh should probably move to the rams because we keep talking about them too um uh-huh. <laughs> now i see why <laughs> we're running uh, out of time yeah here. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably move to the rams uh we kind of already started the conversation they have lost a lot of players since they won the super bowl two years ago i yeah i want to say that this team can be like the third team from the nfc west to make the playoffs because i'm really not high on the giants and i'm thinking that like I- i'm thinking maybe the cowboys miss out or maybe they don't but like or, or I'm sorry, you could still they could still uh the, the Rams and the uh the Seahawks could still make it with the card or with the Cowboys and the Eagles can still make the playoffs because there's seven teams. Um that would leave yeah, out a team in right. the NFC North. But um I don't know what to think. What what do you think that this team can be? Uh the over under on wins actually is really interesting. It's six and a half. They'll they'll get seven or eight. I think so too. I I think eight is a realistic number for them. I mean, here let's let's look at their schedule real quick. Seattle toss up. San Francisco probably a loss. Oh my god, that's tough. First three games for L.A. That's a rough one. San Fran, Cincinnati. That's tough. Then they got uh, the Colts. That's probably a win. Need it. You need it, or else you could be zero and five. I'm just not even trying to say that, but you could be one and four. You know, going into Arizona, you need that. Mm-hmm. You need that Colts win. Yeah, because they're not going to beat Philadelphia, most likely, unless – hey, shockers happen, but I, I well, don't – Well, hey, yeah, the NFL is week by week. You know, we don't mean to be hammering home that this team is better than that team. But, you know, when you look at a schedule like this, you could see one and four going into Arizona here. We are recording this on July 20th, so – and that game against Philadelphia is October 8th. So we're three, four months well in advance. So, you know – um. That, yeah, then they got Arizona. That's probably another win. Pittsburgh, probably another win. Dallas, I'd give that one a toss-up. So what, we're at three wins, three, four wins Yeah, going into I Green think, Bay? Yeah, they, I mean, with Jordan Love, we don't know what that'll be. Yeah. But maybe. And then they have two weeks to prepare for Seattle. Yep. And they get Arizona. Um, and then they get Cleveland. That might be your kind of run there, I think. I don't know how good Cleveland's going to be with Deshaun Watson now in his second year, full first full year with the Browns. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I, I don't know how, how that's going to go there either. Uh, hopefully, eh, I don't want to say hopefully. I don't want to use that word with Deshaun Watson. Um, hopefully for Cleveland fans, um, he, he, he's good. But for NFL fans, I don't think anyone really cares what Deshaun Watson does at this point. Um, and then, okay, so then we got Baltimore, Washington, New Orleans. I think they can win Washington and New Orleans. Um, I think they're better than this than, than uh, the Saints. And then New York, and they close out the season with San Francisco. I counted. I could see. I I could realistically I could see, see nine wins. Okay. I can realistically see nine. Okay. I mean, I threw in toss ups too. Like Green Bay, that's a toss up. I think that's a real like flip a coin, whatever. Um. I so, yeah. I agree. I I said eight. That that was my thing when I was counting. I was like, I see eight because uh, New Orleans, I think, will be fighting to win that division maybe in Week sixteen. Um, yeah. so they're just going to need like a tiebreaker, like a common opponent tiebreaker. Yeah. Uh, maybe I don't, I don't know, but, um, and then the giants might be in the playoff race too. So it's mm-hmm. kind of interesting. I find it very interesting that the way that San Francisco's schedule is that they face some teams that might not be in contention late. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, yeah, with everything that they've, that they've gone through the past two years, losing everybody, cause they have no cap flexibility. And also at the same time, um, having a really tough schedule to start there, maybe possibly being one and four. I think they'll, they could end up being eight, nine or nine and eight. And I think they will get over that six and a half uh, prospect when total. I would, I would say so as well. That, that, that seems realistic for them. They, they're well coached. They're, they're a Super Bowl winning team. So they're not just going to fall flat on their face and be at five wins to end a, a season. It's just doesn't, it's not going to happen. Especially, um, especially when, like if they're healthy, because last year yeah. when they just got decimated by injuries, they still went out there and played hard, but they just had a, a certain level of ability that they could reach. And it wasn't very yeah. good. You know, yeah. Baker Mayfield coming out there on like he didn't even know the playbook. Yeah. And um, it was like, what, Thursday Night Football or, or something like that, I believe. And yeah, he didn't I know the that. playbook. He was just out there just throwing it to guys, hoping that he knew exactly open. what route that they were going. Yeah. Hoping that they oh. were open. He was like, I think this guy's running a post. I'm going to toss it to him, and we're going to just hope for the best. You know? Did they win that game? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they won that game against the Raiders, I believe. Yeah. It's just just an amazing – that was one of the more uh, – they should make a movie about it. That was one of the most amazing things I had seen, honestly. The fact that he really just didn't know and just showed up Mm -hmm. uh, a few days before that and got signed. He's not with the Bucs, though, so maybe he'll do something good with the Bucs. I think, honestly, that probably – got him another contract that game got him another opportunity as a starter so yeah uh, i think this team could be sneaky playoff i see sneaky playoff but they're gonna have to start better i think if they want to really put themselves in there i don't think that they can get into the playoffs if they were to start one and four but if they if they were um you know three and two going into arizona I know, I know that's so tough. Oh yeah, yeah, even two and three. They just need, yeah, every win counts certainly. Yeah, I think that they could, they could get in there because I think they'll be competing with a team like maybe the Seahawks in their own division, but also like a team in the NFC North, perhaps the Packers or or the Vikings or or Detroit. I don't know who's winning that division, but I think it'll be Detroit. But maybe the Vikings. Yeah, I do like Detroit. But before we run out of time here on our on our little clock that we got. Uh, we'll talk about Arizona for a quick second. I think everyone's kind of in agree in greens here. Um, they're not going to be very good this year. This team sucks. Yeah, this they team lost sucks. a lot. 
they lost a ton. I mean, you when you lose J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins, like, you're kind of um, effed at that point. Like, you, those are your two best players on, on both sides of the ball, which we have not talked about any defense um, really at all in this entire podcast, but – Losing losing JJ Watt on the defensive side for the for the Cardinals that's gonna suck. But they're already really bad in the first place, uh, and with Kyler Murray hurt, um, who's who's their quarterback? I don't even know. Uh, uh, great question. Um, well, they just got a Colt new McCoy. head coach and Jonathan Gannon, Colt McCoy. Yeah, that would have been my guess. I I thought it was Colt McCoy. Um, you know, he's a great, he's honestly a journeyman. Well, maybe not. He's a veteran. He hasn't been like yeah. bounced around the league forever, but he's been with a few teams, but he's a very good serviceable backup quarterback. But yeah. I don't think that Kyler Murray is going to be ready until like week 10, week 11 range. Um, and by that point, he, I mean, what is this team's record going to be? What's going to be the benefit in him? Yeah, he might not even play. I don't know. I don't know um, if they're floating that or what, but you know, this, this head coach that came in with him, or uh, that is now um, took the helm, did not come in with him like Cliff Kingsbury did. Uh-huh. It's a different kind of um, atmosphere, a different kind of culture. I uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see. I think this could be the worst team in the NFL. I think especially with the way that their division is so competitive, so well coached. Yeah. Um, I could see them really faltering. Uh, we don't really have to run through their schedule like we did with the other three teams. Instead, <laughs> I think there's a funny prop here. Any team to go 0 and 17 in 2023 plus 1,000 on FanDuel, as in, yes, a team will go winless 0 and 17. Could you see the Cardinals go 0 and 17? I don't know if I could see them going 0 and 17. Truthfully, I think they might knock off a team in their division. They might even get Washington in week one. True. But like, that would be devastating to some people if they put a lot of money on that if they to go winless and they won the first game. Yeah, right. I bet last last word. Would you take that for the Cardinals or just in general in the league? Uh no, I think it's too it's so tough to go winless in, in, in an entire season if you're in the NFL. Like it, it would be too tough. I wouldn't take that probably, but I agree. I think it would be just my luck that if I put that bet down, they win week one against the commanders. Yeah, exactly. You're trying right. to split out the entire thing and then just, damn it. All right. Well, that's been the second preview of uh, the NFL divisions. The next one is going to be the AFC North. Let's do it. I'm down. Part three of this eight-part series. See you next episode. Sports Social Podcast Network.